Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. As humans, we're hardwired to take action. However, oftentimes we take actions that undermine our digital transformation efforts. But what exactly are those actions that we should avoid? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And one of the things that plagues digital transformations isn't just the software that's selected or the system integrator that is involved in your implementation. It's also the decisions that you as an organization oftentimes make that can actually undermine a digital transformation. Now to start, it helps to understand a concept that's been well-researched, which is called action bias. And action bias essentially states that humans have a tendency to want to take action, even if it results in something less than if you just would have done nothing. A good example would be if you've ever been in the supermarket and you try to find the queue that's moving the fastest and you move out of your current line to go to a faster queue, oftentimes you find that you didn't get to the front any faster. In some cases, you were actually set back. Another example that's been researched as part of this action bias study is in the world of soccer. In soccer, players typically evenly distribute where they shoot their goals. About a third are shot straight down the middle, a third are shot to the left, and about a third are shot to the right. However, research shows that goalies will 94% of the time jump to one side or the other, which suggests that they're taking action that actually results in lower statistical success than if they would have just stayed in the middle of the goal. So these are just two examples of action bias and the way that we're hardwired to take action, even if we're taking the wrong action or we shouldn't be taking action at all. So what I wanna to do today is talk about the five things that we see digital transformation teams do too oftenly that is taking action, but it's taking the wrong kind of action that actually undermines the likelihood of digital transformation success. The first thing that organizations too often do is that they take action towards a biased technology evaluation. In other words, they know they need to replace their current technology, they know they need to go through a digital transformation, and they start contacting software vendors and sales reps from system integrators and implementers as well. Sounds reasonable enough, but what ends up happening is in the quest to take action and just to go directly to the source of the software provider, they end up with a biased evaluation process and they don't get an objective view of what the potential options are, what the strengths and weaknesses are, and what the risks are for whatever technology they might choose. So rather than just jumping in towards a biased evaluation where you contact biased parties to help you through the evaluation, we see organizations be more successful when they reach out to an independent and technology agnostic advisor that can help them make a informed decision that is unbiased and objective and more aligned with their needs. And this is counterintuitive or it's an option that a lot of organizations oftentimes don't even think about because they don't know it exists, but organizations and companies like ours at Third Stage Consulting and others in the marketplace are good examples of independent technology advisors that can help you make the right decision in a way that's unbiased and ensures that you find the right solution for your 
digital transformation. Once organizations have selected the software that they want to deploy, the organization tends to jump right in to want to start implementing. And this, in my opinion, of the five that I'm gonna talk about is the one that's the most destructive and the most damaging. And that's because when you've picked the software, presuming you've picked the right software, the tendency is to want to just jump in and start building stuff. The software vendor wants you to buy the software. The implementation technology partner wants you to bring their resources on board to help start building stuff. And software is something that's very tangible that you can see and touch and feel. So it seems understandable that we as humans would want to rush in and just start moving and taking action. But what we find is that organizations jump in prematurely. They start designing and building stuff before they have the foundation built to build the digital transformation upon. It's a lot like building a house. You may want a house with running water, but that doesn't mean that the first thing you do is contact the plumber. The first thing you do is you contact generally an architect and then maybe a general contractor who then will eventually bring in the plumber when the time is right. But we as humans are wired to think about reaching out to the plumber first because that's what we want. We want the running water in the house. And similar to digital transformation, we wanna see and touch and feel the software because we feel like that's the foundation of our digital transformation. But technology is just an enabler. The real foundation, the real things we should be focused on are not building the software right away, but defining our end-to-end -end processes, defining how our business model might change as a result of the transformation, defining roles and responsibilities and the organizational design of the company before we start the implementation, getting program management, project governance and controls in place. All those things are critical prerequisites, things that you should do before you start bringing in the technology provider to start designing and building software. So this is another example of an action that you wanna make sure you don't take. You don't wanna jump right in and just start designing and building stuff. You wanna take a step back to be able to build that foundation first so that you can speed things up and be more effective later on. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Another action bias that humans have is that they don't wanna take the time to define their end-to-end -end processes before designing and building the software. Too often they think that we're just gonna to defer to the software, we're gonna use the software as the definition of how our software will work. And that may be true at the very granular transactional level, but today's software in the enterprise technology space is so flexible and can do so many different things that you have to have a clear vision of what you want your processes to be and to look like before you start deploying technology. Add to the fact that the world and the economy has become more competitive than ever, and so it's important for you to define what your competitive advantages are, 
what your priorities are for the transformation, and really develop that blueprint that will provide the foundation for how the software vendor will start to deploy technology. So it's important to resist that urge to want to just build the technology and then figure out what your processes are going to look like after that, and instead flip that and focus on business processes first. Then as you start to design and build the software, you will further define and refine how those processes will look at a more granular level, but you need to have that foundational end-to-end -end business process vision in place before you start your project if you want to be successful. Change management or the human side of change is one of the hardest things for us to see and understand as humans. Human dynamics and organizational changes are something that you can't see and touch and feel as you can software. So it's understandable that we as humans will brush that aside and focus on the things we can see and touch and feel. And again, the bias here is that we want to start designing, building technology, and then later we'll figure out the change management piece of it. Later we'll get to the training, later we'll get to the communications. And we may not even get to some of the other critical aspects of change management, like organizational design and organizational readiness, change impact analysis. There's a whole host of things that are really important and critical during a digital transformation. But again, the problem is we can't see it, we can't touch it, we can't feel it. In some cases, we can't quantify it. So we end up resorting or reverting to the things that we can, and that is generally the software. So it's important to recognize this bias and this blind spot that we as humans have and recognize that change management is absolutely critical to the success of your project. And it's also likely to be the thing that is on the critical path for your transformation. So you need to start it sooner than later. And so the more you can do to make change management tangible, measurable, and something you can see and touch and feel, the more likely it is that you'll be able to get the critical mass and support for those change initiatives. Now, for more information about change management in terms of understanding what it is and the things you should be thinking about, I encourage you to download our guide to organizational change management. It's a very detailed information-packed guide that will help you plan out your change initiatives. And that's something that armed with that knowledge, you'll be able to help mitigate the risk of this sort of action bias. And you can download that guide via the links below in the description field. Now, the fifth big action bias that we see in digital transformations is that organizations say they don't have an internal program manager or program management office and so they simply outsource that function to their system integrator or their technical implementer. Again, it sounds reasonable and understandable why we would do that, but it's highly ineffective, mainly because system integrators are only managing one work stream in a broader program, so it's highly ineffective to expect them to manage the entire program. They can manage their work stream, but there's a lot of other work streams that are critical to the success of your digital transformation. And secondly, you don't necessarily want the fox guarding the hen house. In other words, you don't want the provider that has a conflicting economic incentive to be the one managing the project. What I mean by that is the slower the project goes, the longer it takes, and the more hours that they burn on the project, the more profitable they are. And that's hardly the type of economic incentive you want to place on your project manager. So for those reasons, you want to make sure that you resist that temptation to just outsource program management to your system integrator or your software vendor, but instead you wanna think about how can you leverage internal competencies and how can you build that internal muscle to manage the project? And how can you leverage independent technology agnostic third-party providers that can help you build that muscle? 
And again, organizations such as Third Stage Consulting can help in that process of building that internal PMO function and helping you manage the overall project and take ownership of the project throughout the transformation. So I hope this has provided some things to think about and some actions to think about doing less of and replacing those with other more effective actions. For more information and more best practices, I encourage you to download our digital transformation report, which is an annual report we publish each year that covers a number of best practices, lessons learned from other transformations, as well as independent software reviews and rankings to help you through your digital transformation. So be sure to check that out via the links in the description below. I've also included links to other resources that I think will help you through your digital transformation. So please be sure to take advantage of those in the description field below. So if you found this information useful, I hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.